When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Life's busy. Take this deck. There's heaps to do on it. Like, um, polishing off this wine. That's tough. Life's pretty good with a Trex deck. Composite decking with no hard maintenance. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Welcome to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. Yes, it's Friday and that means two things, Gloucester Park and also Talking Harness WA on SEN Track 657 here in uh, WA and uh, it's been a big week, got a big show for you coming up. Uh, We'll talk to uh, Scott Hill who's got a deep dive into uh, a number of races, a good week last week, Art Tudor and uh, a quarter unit on quick stride, we'll talk to him about that. Uh, and also uh, we'll talk to Jason Bonington a little bit later on and some international news. And also uh, the biggest name in harness racing is our guest this week in Gary Hall Senior, the Hall of Famer. So excited to talk to Senior, but a big welcome to Glenn Mortimer. How are you, Morts? Good morning, Rads. Great to be here as always. Um, another big night last Friday night with our man Bomber Hill, six units uh, up. Thank you very much to Art Tudor. And as you said, the quarter unit investment in Quick Stride paying $31. Uh, good to see the return tonight um, of just a, just a sec uh, with the Bond Camp. Um, the clash of uh, Galactic Star and the up-and-comer Wild West. Howard Hughes back in town. Uh, plus, looking forward to having a chat to the Hall of Famer. So, cracking show today. Yeah, it certainly is. And... Uh we are, of course, Talking Harness WA, brought to you by Retrovisions, Lone 123, Tab Touch, Bayswater Mazda and Steel Blue Boots. Let's get into it. Our guest is the Hall of Famer, Gary Hall Senior. And before we talk to uh, Senior, let's go back a couple of weeks. And uh, a horse with a big boom on him uh, last season came back to racing. And uh, it was a, a pr- impressive win first up. He goes around tonight in the York Cup. Let's, how he, how, let's hear how he did first up. Bud Sidewinder into a clear third, then CC Chevron up to the turn. Kiwi bloke still going strongly. Wild West proving his own worst enemy tonight. He's dropped three metres away, then Bud Sidewinder. Kiwi bloke in front. Now Wild West on the straight and narrow, mounting a final challenge. Wild West getting up in the shadows. Proves too classy. Has tipped out Kiwi Yeah, it was a a big win in the end. He had to do it tough. He uh, had to sit outside, but uh, proved too strong. Had a big rap when he came over. Lost a bit of his way, I think, towards the derby, but uh, looks to be back in uh, in fine fettle for this uh, campaign. And we welcome in his trainer, Gary Hall Senior. And Senior, welcome to the program. And uh, he's uh, he's a nice horse, Wild West. And uh, tonight, probably his uh, his biggest uh, step up in class up against the open class horses. Yeah. Good morning, Mick. Um, good morning, Glenn. Yeah. Um, yeah. Obviously, you know, like when you you I bought him off for one one start, one win in New Zealand and he came over here and obviously those type of horses will go through the classes really quickly and then they get this big boom on them and you, you hope that the, the boom's, uh, you know, justified because, uh, you know, like a horse like Ideal Liner, he came over with the same thing. I, he, I don't even think he'd had a start and he, he went through the classes real quick but now he's hit free for all his, his uh, sort of, you know, 
competitive in him, but he, he's not a role player. So uh, I'm hoping Wild West can go to the next level and, and actually be a, 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 a force in in football classes. But uh, we'll only know when he's had a few runs in him. <clears throat> Do you think he's improved this time in? No, he's always been good, um, but he's always had that problem with, uh, you know, he gets on a knee and he, and he wants to turn his head and he hangs. Uh, <laughs> uh, and the speed he's going, it, it, it doesn't help him at all. And um, I've been working on him day and night. <laughs> so uh, we've, got a, we've got a poll on him tonight. And, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm thinking that he's going to go a lot straighter because he has at home. And, uh you know, he works on a par with on uh, with um, on the Queen. I was going to say uh, Chicago. <laughs> <I> wish <laughs> Chicago. I, I confuse them all stuck. the time too. <laughs> I'm still stuck in the dark age. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good place to be, senior. Yeah. Let, let's face it. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I miss him. But um, yeah, no, he, he works on a par with him. You know, like if he leaves, uh, uh, boys find it hard to get over him, and he can sit on him and and sort of really test him in the run of the line. So. You know, I think the ability's all there. It's it's just the tractability thing. And, you know, like, Gloucester Park's not the problem. He's, he's just a, such a big horse and that. And it may not suit him to that extent. But uh, I love Gloucester Park. I think it's the best track in Australia. But, um, you know, like, uh, you know, he, he may... Um, eventually end up in an angle with King of Swing. <laughs> well, well the, the pegs is going to help him tonight as well. So he's, he's not going to be off the track and, and having to do work. He's going to be on the pegs, which which seems to help horses that that, that hang a little bit. Yeah, yeah, I don't think he'd have a problem tonight. Yeah. Uh, the, the problem I do I think he might have, he might get a bit fierce in front. I don't know. Uh, I can't remember his races last season, whether he led, but if he did, he, he worked his way there and he, um, he you know, was in relatively easy field. But he has faced the breeze and won races and, um, you know, I, I I don't think it'll worry him and I think, you know, whoever beats him will have to be right on his merits, I think. Uh, senior, you're a, a Hall of Famer. I won't go down the list because it's far too long and we don't have enough time, but you've trained and driven some of the best horses in WA and Zakara, um, I'm the Mighty Quinn, uh, the Bull, and the Falcon Strike. But I'm uh, just wondering if you can tell us a little bit about a horse by the name of Maru Adios. Yeah, Maru Adios. Not many people know Maru Adios, but he, uh, you know, like I was a private trainer for for Ron Davies years ago, and uh, in the eighties, and um, uh, you know, towards the uh, end of the seventies, eighties, and uh, I was in Sawyer's Valley with him with his own horses and unfortunately we didn't have much stock and I wasn't, being, wasn't doing really well. So I went back to Hazelmere to my property, which I had rented out because the people had moved out. I went back there. I had no horses. I had uh, at least Maru Adios from Wally Wright. He hadn't run a place in three years and I put him into work and I was unemployed. I had four kids under six and... <laughs> to say I was looking down both barrels would be an understatement. <laughs> anyway, he um, won 11 races that season, and that the rest is history. I'm still here because of him. Yeah, it's a, it's an amazing story, and um, and then of course you know you've gone on to uh, train some of the best uh, horses we have seen here in WA. Um, just uh, can you give us an update on um, last year's Fremantle Cup winner, Caviar Star? Yeah, unfortunately, Caviar Star uh, damaged the tendon uh, a start after the Fremantle Cup, and uh, we brought him back for a prep, but it, it was still showing signs of uh, you know not being healed properly. So we're going. He's going to have 12 months off, unfortunately. But really, for 
you know, he was a relatively cheap horse. I think thirty, thirty to forty thousand dollars or something like that, and he um, he did a wonderful job. And uh, I'm hoping that with another, you know, long spell that he'll get over it. You know, I mean, Zenart's had uh, three boat tenders, and we nursed him back to health and won a couple every time, and he's now gone to Menangle and you know, broken in a world record for twenty three hundred metres, which. Yeah. You know, like we, we always knew he had that sort of ability. So I don't know where the caviar stars at the end of the road, but he's uh, he's he has got a really serious injury. So uh, it, it it'll be twelve months at least before you see him again. Well, we're talking about nursing horses back to health. Let's uh, let's have a listen to uh, Chicago Bull from about a month or so ago, and this really uh, I think made the world sit up and take notice that that he was back. Let's have a listen to this race. Around the turn, hands and wheels fight strongly. He's got a metre on the outside. Chicago Bull for the moment. He can't get there. In front, hands and wheels on the outside. Chicago Bull, hands and wheels has got the lead though from Chicago Bull. Volt and Tin Rock me over. Hands and wheels. Chicago Bull's making one last dive. Hands and wheels clinging on. Chicago Bull grabs him, beats him on the line. What a performance, Chicago. Yeah, what a performance. And, and I think, Senior, that really signified that he was he was back somewhere towards his best and can you just take us through what actually happened in New Zealand after he he he, won, he put in an amazing performance and everything looked set for him to to really be the favourite for the New Zealand Cup and and then tragedy struck what actually happened to him in New Zealand? Yeah well he won the standing start as you know and he galloped out and he they backed Jack's legend for you know a heap of money and uh, he jumped straight on the bunny and I thought oh, you know, we'll run a nice second here and because Bully lost about 30 metres uh, over and above his 20-metre handicap, and uh, he went up into the breeze and just, you know, put it to Jack's legend and won running away without being really extended, and um, he was elevated to favourite for the uh, for the New Zealand Cup. And then um, when he came in, he had a couple of cuts on his cannon bone. You know, he'd hit the tendon boot when he galloped, and he'd had a couple of cuts there that weren't that were just superficial, and he had a bit of filling in it the next morning. So we got we were. I usually, after a hard run like that, when they're away on a campaign, I give them uh, some fluids and that. I get the vets to give them some fluids. So we were giving him fluids, and the vet decided to put uh, dexamethasone in there to try and... Because we didn't have time to put anything, any other than anti-inflammatory in there um, before the, the New Zealand Cup. And he had an anaphylactic uh, shock reaction to the uh, dex going into the uh, jugular vein, and he flipped over backwards, and he's got... The horse has got about eight bones in the uh, vertebrae, um, you know, the part that's on the top of the vertebrae and, you know, the the, the highest one is the, where the wither is, the two highest ones. He's, he fractured the eight of them and he, and he snapped the two highest ones off and they are now down at the side of his uh, wither. Wow. So he's virtually got no wither. He's got actually a couple and of holes uh, in his neck, doesn't he? So, well, you can actually put your fingers in there. Yeah, yeah, it's all collapsed in because <laughs> he flipped over backwards on the concrete and he was actually not breathing for uh, 60 seconds. Gary thought he had died. Oh. And uh, he came to and, uh, you know, but then they noticed that he couldn't eat off the ground. He had to you know, have to have been elevated so he could eat because he couldn't put his head down because of all these fractures in, the, in his uh, wither. And uh, the vet that x-rayed him down south in, in New Zealand, oh, yeah, in, oh, no, down at uh, Cambridge, he said that never seen a worse um, example of this sort of injury. A lot of horses, scallopers will do snap one or fracture one a little bit when they when they duck their head under the gates and get under like, like they do, but yep. not not yep. to the extent that this horse had did. And they said the probability of coming back 50-50 
whether he'll come back the same is, uh, you know, like doubtful. Anyway, after 11 months, he came back, had that one preparation, but the whole time then he was crabbing sideways when he was jogging and he was obviously uncomfortable, so he ran a pretty poor fourth by his standards one night and I, and I, I spelled him and I, the, the thought was probably to retire him. So I spelled him, I thought, I'll give him a good break and I'll bring him back and give him one more go. And I brought him back and he'd stopped doing the crabbing nonsense when he was... Uh, so I, I felt that he was right. All, all the body language was right that he that he wasn't feeling it anymore once it had settled. So I kept kept going. and But he'd got so fat, it took him a, a few <laughs> runs to uh, sort of get to his uh, best. He's, you know, he's a good doer. And uh, little, but he, uh, he just kept getting better every run, and everyone was saying, "You need the spelling, you need the spelling." But I, you know, I didn't. I was really reluctant. Even when I did, I was reluctant to do that because he does so well. And when horses come back from breaks, that's that's when all the problems happen. You know, you once you got them up and racing, if you keep them going, they seem to keep going. You know. Yeah. Anyway, so I, I, I turned. I gave him the break because I want to get him ready for Christmas, and uh, he, he seems fine at the moment. He looks like he's on top of his game. You know he's he's always you know he's run some phenomenal races, um, but I don't think he's gone any better than the two races when he beat Hands and Wheels, and no. uh, mm, you know he's uh, showing something like his very very best form. I think. No, he sure is, and uh, it's going to be great to see him back and taking oh, on horses like absolutely. Shockwave and Molly Conqueror and those sort of horses. Yeah. He's he was sorely missed last year in the in the cups, so be great to have him back. Uh, and just quickly, um, undercover Mac against Howard Hughes. It's it's going to be a, a really good race as well. Race number six tonight. Yeah, um, well, obviously I wanted to draw inside Howard yeah. Hughes, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. and uh, seventeen hundred metres is a little bit of a problem. And um, you know, undercover Max actually surprised me. He wasn't very expensive, and he's, he's he surprised me with the ability that he's shown, and uh, he's got better and better every run. Uh, you know, what we probably won't, what we'll probably do is probably drop in somewhere off the pace and hope that Howard Hughes has a bit of trouble getting across and does a bit of work and we might be able to ping him or something. But in saying that, I think Howard Hughes is a very, very good three-year-old and, and stamina is not one of his problems. He's got plenty of stamina, so I uh, I think it's going to be very hard to beat. But I haven't given up. No. Well, mate, we're, we've run out of time. But we, before we go, I've just got to give you this stat from Alan Parker. This year, the 12 months, even though the, seri- the season's got to be extended, for the 12 months, uh, you trained 113 winners. It was the 15th time you've trained a century, which is an Australian record, and it's been consecutive, which is an Australian record. It's incredible. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah, continue to break records, senior. Mate, thank you for your time, and uh, we'll see you at the track tonight. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks very much. Thank you. There we go. Gary Hall, senior, who is a Hall of Fame, just one of the yeah. greatest trainers of all time, is. and uh, just continues to, you know, produce winners. He, uh, you know, how we got um, Chicago Bull back and, you know, many years ago, the Falcon Strike got him back to racing. He's a master trainer and uh, he's got a great um, um, a great book of uh, horses tonight as yeah. well. So yeah. a few winners there for senior. Loves a chat, <laughs> which is good. Good for us. All right. After the break, we're going to talk to our man, uh, Bomber Hill. But he started the week off really well last week with a three-unit investment on Art Shooter. And uh, once he found the front, it was a fairly easy viewing for punters. 
In third place, Bedell finished, starting to drive through. And then came La Suleiman as they corner. In the straight, it's Art Tudor in front. Bedell finished, is trying to bullock into the clear, but Hall keeps him in the pocket with Blissful Abbey. La Suleiman can't get out, but it's Art Tudor racing away from Bedell finish and Blissful Abbey. And Art Tudor races home to win it well. Art Tudor won nicely. Over, second home, Bedell You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. This is Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. Delightful reactions coming on hard out wide and quick stride is very wide. Chewers delight the middle and then Q Town Rip Roaring Max and the man trying to get an inside run. Here's a go. Delightful reaction and quick stride are going to fight it out. Quick stride the outside at Big Odds takes the lead from Delightful Reaction and quick stride is won from Delightful Reaction and third. We had a joke last week when we heard the uh, a quarter unit go up, Mortz, but uh, did. the punters were laughing in the end as quick stride was a soft win in the end. Like he just didn't even touch it, Chris Lewis. He's he's had him covered a long way out as we welcome in Scott Bomber Hill, uh, who got the last laugh last week, although all the punters followed in Bomber. So uh, uh, a big win for Quick Stride at the $31. Yeah, it was a big win. The, the race had to be ran one way for him to get into it, and it was. And uh, yeah, like you say, it was pretty soft in the end. Uh, he, he could have a bit of a uh, campaign coming up here. And. Uh, Shout out to a, a listener, a loyal listener in Barry Hamilton. He had to stump up because his unit is $1. So he couldn't have the 25 cents on. He, <laughs> he had to have the 50 cents on. So good on you, oh, Baz. Very good. Very good. <laughs> so, big, uh, big result. It, it was a big result for, uh, uh, for us last week with Quick Stride and uh, no doubt knocked a few out of the quaddy. Uh, few out of the quaddy last week as well. So, uh, um, but yeah, so... A winner's a winner. Art Tudor was good as well, so um wasn't a bad week last week, Bomber. No, it ended up quite a nice night. Um yeah, a couple of couple of winners out of the four races and uh yeah, Art Tudor he's he's flying that horse and uh, got his chance to lead and, and got the job done. So yeah, really good night. Yep, flying better than our beloved bombers, mate. You lucky you live in Broome. There's nothing worse than living in Perth when you when your footy team gets beaten by the West Coast, mate. But um <laughs> You've got, you got to remember 14,999 people in Broome West Coast supporters too, Mort. So, yeah, this is not a great place to be. Just go for a walk on the beautiful Cable Beach, mate. Set of headphones <laughs> yeah. on, you'll be right. <laughs> All right, let, let's get into the form this week. We've got to look at four races, and the first one is going to be uh, our feature race of the night, the Tab Touch York Cup. It is race number five on the card, a big 10-race card. And the first race for our good friends uh, Robbie Gartrell is at 5.17 tonight Western time. As we go through the market for the York Cup, we have Wild West for Gary Hall Senior and Junior at 160 and favourite drawn barrier one. Son of a Tiger at $26. Um, as we have a look at uh, number three is Ideal Liner for the Hall Camp at $11 in from 13 $26 for Better Party. You can scratch fake news. Happy as Larry at $12. $26 for Motu Premier. Waylaid at $91. And uh, Roman, uh, Roman Aviator at $91, the uh, outline, outside of the front line. The back line, we have Talker up at $26. Might have a bit of trouble getting around to the chair from inside the back line for Talker up at $26. Anna May at $91. And Galactic Star at $240. Galactic Star is out from $215 to $240, while Wild West has been supported from $185 into $160. How do you see the feature race of the night, Scott? 
Yeah, well, certainly a two-horse race, but I've gone against the uh, support for the pole marker in Wild West and sticking with a proven performing galactic star. Uh, he was super last last start there, running a 56 flat last half, admittedly on the pegs in front. Tonight he's going to have to do it a bit tougher, but I'm not 100% sure that Wild West holds up from the inside. Junior's going to have to time that absolutely perfectly to hold a couple if they push the trigger from out wide. And Galactic Star gets his chance to get into the race there, you know, sort of mid, mid-race. mid And, uh, yeah, I, I think it's going to be a great last four to 600 metres here, and, and he looks the value to me. Bomber, with uh, Wild West, if he does hold up, do you think Ideal Liner will uh, take the breeze and maybe hold the breeze, which might mean that Galactic Star is going to come from behind, or do you see him being able to work to the breeze fairly easily? I think they may make him work a little bit to get around, but, um, you know, Curly will time his run perfectly. He'll wait until the, the pace settles, and uh, and I'm pretty sure he'll work his way to the breeze. He may have to work a little bit, but, uh, yeah, he's going really well, this horse. He is, and as you say, there's not too many better than, uh, than Ryan Warwick getting him around there and rating them in the breeze. But it's going to be an interesting clash. Uh, Wild West, uh, 11 starts, 9 wins, and those couple of losses he just just went off um, prior to the WA Derby uh, previously, but looks like he's come back in good form. So you've found us a bit of value in this race then. Uh, Bomber, what's the play with Galactic Star? Yeah, I think he's a two-unit bet. Um, yeah, I just, yeah, just go on with a proven performer against the up-and-comer um, and... Yeah, just Wild West, he, he's still got to do it, whereas Galactic Star, you know, he's been there and done it in the Group 1 companies. All right, let's have a look at the next race we're going to cover, which is race number seven, the Thank You Members of York Racing, and it's over the 21.30 metres, and the Tab Touch Market has Space Junk uh, from Barrier 1 at 165. Crocodile Kid at $34. There you go, 23. Majestic Star at 51. Five is Burning Rubber at 21. Salia's Command at 23, Carter Michael 950, Carriage Tells at $61, the old timer, and we have our Alfie Romeo at 230. A little bit of support there in from 245, but once again, punters have uh, got it between uh, two horses. The inside and the outside, the bookend, Space Junk at 165, and our Alfie Romeo at 230. How do you see this one, Bomber? Yeah, Space Junk, uh, you know, he was really good last week, but he. He did have it pretty easy early on and then was able to dash home in a, in a pretty quick last half. I think tonight I'm really hopeful that there you go as a real crack for the front. And if he does, he'll put three quarters of a length on him and I'd like to see him just run really hard for that first four or 500. Our Alfie Romeo is the one that I'm pretty keen on. She'll go back early and once again, uh, Warwick will time his way into the race, get up outside them. She's... Her three runs back, she's chased home a 55-7, 54-9 and 56-5 last half. And as long as that space junk gets a little bit taken out of him early, you know, she'll be super strong to the line. She's a, she a class mare and she went across over east uh, last year and I thought she was absolutely uh, phenomenal over there. And she's a class runner here. Bit of early pressure, uh, as you said, from uh, there you go with Lindsay Harper on board. Uh, space junk certainly won't get it um, all his way in front. So uh, she is a class mare, and he's hoping she can get the money for us. So what's the what's the bet here then, Bomber? Yeah, another two unit bet. Um, yeah, just really confident she can just grind the other bloke into the dirt, particularly if he does a bit of work early. All right. Uh, interesting. I saw a, a note on Twitter from Garrick Knight from New Zealand, who's uh, got a lot of news that uh, Washington VC her sire. 
uh, in the side of uh, I'm the Mighty Queen. I'm victorious. That great cross with uh, Socky Adam Mayor has retired after 20 seasons, uh, mm. and he's done a great job. And if you actually look at his top, a lot of his top horses, they've ended up in WA because I think the WA trainers really love that uh, yeah. Washington VC line. So sure do. Uh, she's got to be a, a really good chance. So. Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, we'll come back and we'll do the next two races very shortly. But this is SEN Track 657, brought to you by Retrovision, your local WA electrical appliance specialist. RAC members save an additional 5% every day, Morts. They certainly do, Rads. They certainly do. The Nude Nut. Loans 1, 2, 3. We had a drink with uh, the Nude Nut last Saturday. Steve, Car loans. A great man. If you're after any type of loan, car, personal, travel, commercial, one 800 100 100 the Nude Nut Loans 123. Of course, Tab Touch, the brand that funds the industry. You can open an account at tabtouch.com.au. Ma- uh, Bayswater Mazda, just down the road from us, Smorts. Driving is better at Bayswater Mazda on the quarter, corner of Guildford and Garrett Road. And a man who will be giving you plenty after after West Coast beat the Bombers in our mate Ross Fitzgerald. I uh, just still del- blue boots. Just deleted his number, to be quite <laughs> honest. He uh, he's giving it to me, but they're great people down there at Steel Blue, and it's great to have them on board. And I was talking with him uh, just last week, and they actually have uh, a couple of um, boots that they um, different coloured boots that they do, and they support breast cancer, and they support Beyond Blue, and they raise a lot of money for those couple of um, charities. So great work there, and just on Ross Fitzgerald. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's he's a pretty lucky bloke. I think his his first venture into the harness uh, industry was with a horse called Rock and Roll Lincoln. So he's had a bit of luck. <laughs> a couple of nice ones after that as well. Not yeah, the, not the only has. group one. Still blue boots. Built for comfort, made for work. Seven hundred and thirty-six stockists nationwide. If you can't find a steel blue boot, you're not looking hard enough. As we go to the break, um, we'll go to the break with um, Howard Hughes, who makes his uh, return to City after uh, been racing around the country. He goes up against uh, Undercover Mackies, a 150 in, uh, in, uh, on our Tab Touch market. Undercover Mac is at uh, 460. It's going to be a great race. Let's go back to Monday, where Howard Hughes beat our, uh, our great uh, investment last week of quick stride at Pinjarra on Monday. And then comes free to air from Quick Stride, Sir Nicholas and Tillinks away. Tubbs Farquhar at the 428 third quarter. And it's Howard Hughes, three quarters, twilights into the straight. It's Howard Hughes first for home. On the outside, Quick Stride, Captain Mannering down to the sprint lane. Twilight Saga, free to air, Sir Nicholas. Howard Hughes in front of Quick Stride to second from Captain Mannering. But Howard Hughes comes clear and continues his unbeaten run. You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. This is Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. To the turn they run though, and the leader in on the inside convert Denario Bletchley Park is trying its heart out. Ideal liner ran into third place. Sangrial is out wide. Anime battles on in the straight convert Denario from Bletchley Park who keeps coming. It's convert Denario and Bletchley Park the outside. Convert Denario's got the lead though from Bletchley Park. Ideal liner and Anime and convert Denario beat Bletchley Park by three meters, seven meters away. Ideal liner and two and a half. Yeah, Bletchley Park. Oh, sorry, convert. Scenario broke through for a win last week after a, a, a fairly easy lead time and, and first half and got him in 56-1. But uh, how good did the second horse go? Bletchley Park back in the field. He's in career best form, Bomber, um, and he's going to win a race again very shortly. 
Oh, absolutely flying. He was he was good to his two starts back, and then uh, yeah, last week he was probably even better. Yeah. Um, yeah, just having a super campaign. Yep, and uh, there's no doubt that he's uh, going to play a part in the free-for-all races uh, as we roll into the summer. Let's get into the next race we're going to have a look at. That's the final two races on the card, and uh, the last uh, race number nine is the Community uh, Tab Stand Start Trot over... This is over the short course of uh, 2,096 metres. So let's have a look at the market for this one. We've got... Uh, Teammate Angus at three ninety in the valley for the Bonds favourite at three dollars. Um, the male model named after Mort's at twenty six dollars. My Medina at uh, thirteen dollars. Lifestyle Light thirteen. Dark Secret four eighty. Diamond Geezer fifty one, and it is off uh, ten metres. Diamond Geezer. The rest, the the first um, six are off the front. One bid buyers off ten metres, and it is nineteen dollars. Tenno Show off 20 metres at 18. And Mr Sundon, the best trotter in the state, but uh, off 50 metres and over the short course is at 4.40. Um, the one has had support here, Bomber, and it is 6.50 into 3.90 on Tab Touch. So a really good move for the one. And I, I think it's the one that you want to be on as well. Yeah, absolutely. He's, uh, I think I'm 99% sure he he jumps in front here, Taimati Angus. From the inside, he, he gets to turn last, you know, from the stand, and Junior will time it perfectly. He begins like a rocket normally. Um, he's been racing off the, you know, 40 and 50 metre handicaps at Pinjarra and uh, and doing a super job. He actually won recently off a big handicap. And, you know, these short course stands, it, it really favours the leader, particularly when you've got someone like Junior just wheeling and dealing in front. And, uh, yeah, if, if he does happen to land in front, which I'm 99% sure he does, going to give a hell of a sight and the uh, the early price was was a bit of a gift really I thought and he's still good value at that 390 mark. Yeah uh, you would expect Junior should be able to rate him nicely uh, over the journey as you say gets away well and um, Junior rates him well he'll be very hard to beat in $6 into $3.90 that's a that's a big go very competitive race though um, very very open race but 390 still some great value there Bomber uh, what's uh, what's the play in this one? Yeah, he's a he's a 1.5 unit play uh, at that 390 mark. Uh, yeah, it, it is a, it is a good trot race. You're right, it's good um, good depth right throughout. But uh, you love being on leaders from in these short course stands, yeah, particularly when you've got G Hall Junior on. <laughs> Absolutely, it's a, it's a big help. It certainly is. And the final race of the night, it's a two-year-old fillies, and uh, or a preference to two-year-old fillies, and uh, it's the off-the-track more than just a racehorse. Uh, preference to two-year-old fillies in this race over the twenty-one thirty meters, and uh, let's have a look at the market. The seven runners going around. We got um, Captain's Beach Babe at eleven dollars. A better beach bell at 23. Let's dance tonight at 26. Newsy, unbeaten for the Bonds at 180. In slightly from 190. Regal Aura at $20. Change a chance eclipse at 14. And Armour Einstein at 225. This is another race where punters have sorted it out to two runners between Newsy and Armour Einstein. They actually met, uh, was it last Tuesday or the Tuesday before? And uh, Newsy came out victorious and has the barrier draw again here, Bomber. Yeah, well, that's rather, you know, Newsy beat the majority of this field there Tuesday week ago and sat in the breeze to do it. I thought Armour um, Einstein had his chance in that race and, you know, she's been super impressive winning from the breeze at her last two. Uh, and the best part about both of those races was she's actually 
you know, that they've got within a half to a quarter length of her and she's ran away from at the end after doing the work. And I think tonight she probably gets the chance to roll to the top. I think Regal Aura, um, you know, at some point they're going to have to try and teach this horse to settle. So tonight might be the night they go back from outside Newsy and, yeah, if she gets the chance to dictate again, which it looks like she will, almost impossible to beat, I think. Yeah, going to be very hard to beat. Like you said, Regal Aura, you look through its... Um through its history, and it's always managed to find some trouble uh, in races or, or over racing. But uh, it did win a trial just recently, so hopefully, as you said, they've just um, they just found something uh, with the horse, can get it to s- uh, settle tonight. Um, and if New- Newsy can get to the front, it's going to be extremely hard to beat in a uh, in a small field over the short journey in the uh, last race. Uh, what's the play here, Bomber? Yeah, she's a three-unit bet. I'm really, really confident just based on, you know, the, the form stacks up through her last two starts. And, yeah, she gets the opportunity just to, to dictate again. So, very confident. Three-unit bets. That's what we like to hear from Bomber. End-to-end the night yeah. as well. So, uh, we'll, go, we'll go home a winner, which is even better. No, excellent. Three units we know, there. We know you like to back the last winner <laughs> there, right? <laughs> yes, I do. I like the feeling of money in my pocket as I walk out the gate. <laughs> <laughs> It's always good. And and Newsy's a, a well-bred uh, commodity as well by, by better's delight. We're seeing a lot of these, uh, re- the Westbred, uh, and she's not a Westbred, but the, the, the breed of um, uh, these horses that are racing here now uh, are, are so good. And, and she's just another one of those lines that uh, the Bonds have really started to get into the two-year-olds now. They've changed, they they've changed their business model a bit. So they're not just buying the tried horses from New Zealand. We're getting a lot of two-year-olds coming through. So... Uh, Newsy's one of them, and this this extended season, um, you get the chance up until st- December if you haven't had a start. Yes, correct. And there's a few of those out there yes. that uh, might have uh, put them away and got ready for for a uh, November December uh, tilt. And the, the Westbred bonus announced this week that uh, an extra three hundred and thirty thousand, so that bonus will con- continue right through till December. So that's a yeah, that was great news, uh, Rats. Really, really good news. And as you said, we should see some good. Um, two-year-old racing right up to the end of December. So, great news. Yep, beautiful. All right, Bomber, thanks for your help, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks very much, guys. Have a good night and great weekend. Have a good weekend, Bomber. All right. And as we go to the break, Armour Einstein, uh, we just spoke about in uh, in the race against Newsy. His stablemate, Typhoon Tiff, was really impressive. Great drive by Colin Brown to uh, get across his hand up this week and, and then found the, uh, the needle eye opening with Typhoon Tiff, and she was too good in a really good mare's race. Typhoon Tiff can't get out then CC Chevron but he goes for home now and Mandy Jane gets away from them has no fear got to well back and has to go wide for the run around the turn they run Mandy Jane got clear American Delight CC Chevron has no fear is thundering down the outside look at her come Mandy Jane in front has no fear and flying home Typhoon Tiff Typhoon Tiff hit the front Typhoon Tiff has beaten You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Morton Mike This is Talking Harness in WA with Morton Michael Radley. On the outside, trying to come on as rock lights around the turn they go. Anything for love as the lead. So Wall Street's trying to re-engage though. Three quarters, one twenty-two and two. Anything for love by one. So Wall Street is retightened second. Two lengths back, Tactate is third. Mr. D's Dragons in between rivals fourth. They straighten away for the stretch drive. Anything for love. So Wall Street. Tactate's coming back for more now. Inside, anything for love. Outside, So Wall Street. Anything for love. So Wall Street. Tactate on the outside. So Wall Street. Tactate. 
Soho Wall Street scores. That was uh, Soho Wall Street in America. That was Harris in Philadelphia. Toddy McCarthy's first win in America. He got off the. Pl- he went over Wednesday. Got off the plane and drove Thursday. Obviously, uh, jet lag wasn't jet lag wasn't an issue. And straight into the winners list for, for uh, the former Australian host Soho Wall Street for Robbie Watson. But an Australian domination there. Tack Tate, Tate, who yes. our, our mate Jason Bonington is about to join us, would know a lot about. And anything for love as well in in third. And uh, we see a lot of horses, J-Bon, over there. But uh, obviously, Toddy doesn't muck around. I reckon he's gone straight from the airport to Harris. <laughs> he might have played the slots for a couple of hours and then straight into the driver's room. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to name names, boys, but uh, we know that a couple of times, even here in Australia, um, some of the very best drivers jump on and you go out and have a quick chat before the race, and they're like, uh, I don't exactly know who I'm on here, so uh, I think I'll just drive to the other drivers, and Toddy McCarthy, I mean, guys like he and Dexter Dunn and a few others, they're so good, they need about, you know, half an instruction before they go out, and they drive to the tempo of the race, and, and that's what Toddy did, you know, there's been some conjecture over whether this would be a short working holiday, or it would go for a little bit longer than that, I can tell you what. If you're, you're expecting to catch up with Todd McCarthy for a beer in the next couple of years, make sure you get a plane to America because you won't be seeing him here, I don't think. He started in the right fashion and I think he's going to be yeah, enjoying life and having a wonderful time in North America. But it, amazing, isn't it, when you listen to those horses going around. Uh, and anything for love and, uh, and tactate, just how big the down-under influence is on North American racing these days. And it wasn't as if it was a meeting where the big guys were away. And, and he's just sort of gone in there and, and picked up a few of their drives. He was up against T-Trick. He was up against Andy. He was up against Miller. He was up against the big names that were at Harris for the day, their normal Thursday uh, morning driving stint. And, and he's broken through against the best already. And I think one of the big, big things is, too, with, with Menangle more than any other track in in, uh, in Australasia, I'd say, you know, it's so similar, yeah. isn't it, to the North American style of racing that if you can drive Menangle well, you should be able to drive those North American tracks well. There's no doubt about that. I mean, most of our best drivers, I think, over the last 20 or 25 years would have made it in North America. In fact, I'm certain all of them would have Gavin, the puppet, um, Junior. Everyone would be able to make it in North America. But if you drive those... Um, and angle races, then you've uh, got a great apprenticeship, a great education for what you need to do in America. And Toddy McCarthy's going to make an enormous impact over there over the next few years. Yeah, and, and he's got a great leg up because Andy's done all the hard work. Andy's been there for a decade now, and um, it took him probably five or six years to really get established. But now he's driving for Alanya and he's driven the Hamiltonian winner. Uh, Dexter's there. Andy's dri- and look, um, Todd has driven um, in World Drivers Championships, so they do know him. He's been over there quite a bit. So it's a bigger leg up for, for Australian drivers going over there now, particularly if you're last name's McCarthy. Luke obviously drove over there as well for a stint and, and, won, and won a big race. So that, that helps. But also, you know, the trailblazers of, of Andy's really put, put, the, uh, put the work in and, and guys like Dexter and Todd, I think, are going to be the beneficiaries of that. There's no point in having older brothers if they're not going to go over and set, set a platform oh, for you, is mate, there? I I've mean, been, what's the point of them otherwise? I've been waiting for my brother to do something for me <laughs> all my life. Do you reckon he would? Right, Nothing. Don't, don't get him started, Javon. <laughs> Nothing. Anyway. I, 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 I thought I'd poke the bear and see what happened, yeah. but it, that, was, that, was quite, that was quite a docile response compared yeah. to what I was uh, I was yeah. hoping for. No, well, my brother Tony does a lot for me, so <laughs> I shouldn't go that far. <laughs> but anyway. Um, life in lockdown. How are we going over there, Javon? 
Oh, well, you know, it was funny. I was talking to uh, a bloke named Butch Castles, who's on SEN track down here in New Zealand, and he was saying they're in they're in uh, they're in stage two point five at the moment. I didn't even know you you could do half measures. We might be in stage three point four six in a in a short period of time, but we've seen leaked roadmaps and all the rest. I think there's going to be a little bit more pain before there's glory here in Victoria because our premier here, Dad Andrews, I think he's looking at the situation and going, we've got to do everything to stop a third wave, and I think they will under a hundred cases again today. So I don't think it'll be too long before we're back on track. But I think there's going to be a little bit more pain before we get there. But very good news coming from Harness Racing Victoria during the week. We sort of already knew this, but the Victoria Cup will be held on October 10, as we expected. So not sure whether the New South Wales horses will be able to come down. But the good news is at least we'll see Grand Circuit Group 1 racing down here in Victoria again soon. And I think that's going to be a big fillet for everyone's spirits down here. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, it certainly is, JB, and i tell you what can also lift their spirits is a couple of winners in the weekend. So can you tip us into a couple, please? Oh, I owe you boys one. I tipped six out of eight winners last weekend, last Saturday night. I reckon I gave you you blokes the two losers. So we've got to be a little bit more uh, discerning in the tips that we give. Race two, number one. There's, there's going to be a few shorties here, but we'll leave them to one side. Race two, number one, Castle Retreat, formerly trained and driven by the late, great Gavin Lang, now in the hands of Brett Bunfield. Uh, race during the week. The backup situations are very minor concern, but gate one, it's a race with our walk, I reckon, and he'll be able to choose who he hands up to. If he hands up to a horse, called the Brooklyn Brawler, which I expect. The Brooklyn Brawler loves nothing more than one horse running past him, and it's usually the one with the cold sit. So Castle Retreat should be winning. Last race in the card, I reckon they've overreacted as they can do, and you know what this is like over in the West with the big trainers. Idyllic is now with Clayton Tonkin, and it's first up from a break, and they've made it favourite. It just shouldn't be. Lock and Var Chief for David Moran. So we're seeing Moran versus Tonkin. Not right high versus Lock and Varad, but a little mini battle with the two-year-olds. Lock and Var Chief should be favourite, will be leading, and will be winning. So they're the two good things around $2.90 and $2. And one at better value that I've marked on top at 7 bucks is in race 7. Race 7, number 10, is Mock. And this horse has only had three runs back from a break, all against... The elite trotters going around in Victoria. He had drops in grade. Anywhere Hugo's much shorter than him, and he's been going better than anywhere Hugo. Minaro, Maro. I just think it's one of those situations. He started at the big odds. Every run this preparation is mock, and they're just not respecting how well he's going. He should be favourite for that race virtually, and he's $7. So Castle retreated to Shepparton on Saturday night. That's race two, number one. And then in the final event in the program, race nine, number six. They're the real bank builders, but if you want one at the better price, if you don't like backing horses under $3, then race seven, number 10 at around the $7 mark. Is Mock is the best value on the card, boys. Bon, always great to chat to you. We'll do it next week. Sounds good, guys. Thanks good week. weekend. Uh, no Ben Cray this week. He's having the week off. A well-deserved break, but we'll be back next week. Mort, we've got to go. Thanks for your time, and uh, hopefully there's plenty of winners. Yeah, look forward to tonight, uh, Rads. Have a great weekend. See you next week. You're listening to Talking Harness in WA with Mort and Michael Radley. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.